right, welcome to the uh, Taco what? Talk Show. Taco Talk Show, the uh, third episode. So, um, yeah, we're uh, we had a took a few like a week or two off. I guess not really off. We just hadn't gotten around to making one. But uh, Jessica just got out of the hospital. Um, I did. I'm gonna be coughing a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> like I think that. I think today we're gonna talk about a couple of things, but uh, we're gonna start on uh, just hospital stays in general and just overall health and issues we've gone through and a little bit about sobriety a little bit about sobriety which is a new thing new thing for Jessica kind of kind of new for me but we'll talk about that here in a bit but Jessica explain what happened here um well I had a surgery three weeks ago and <laughs> immediately after surgery <coughs> excuse me that that wasn't that real but um um, I felt like I had a Charlie horse for, I don't know, forever. It just, as soon as I woke up from surgery, it felt like I had a Charlie horse. And then about a week and a half after that, I started getting this shortness of breath. That's what this cough is from because I don't have full lung capacity right now. And come to find out, um, after three weeks of, of hurt leg and about a week and a half of not being able to breathe properly, I finally went to the doctor not thinking these things, these two things would be related at all, like at all, and uh, they are. So apparently there was a blood clot that formed in my ankle, and it has worked its way up to the back of my knee. It is the size width-wise of my knee, um, and I guess several <laughs> huge blood clots from there have broken off, and they're in my lungs, like hanging out. So, they don't go away right away either. It's going to take a while. It's going to take about six months, um, up to six months, they said, for them to dissolve. And I'm probably <laughs> going to be on blood thinners the rest of my life because this is my second uh, issue with blood clots because I had a stroke in 2009, which was supposed to be like a total freak accident. I was on Yad's birth control. That was supposed... And you, I'm sure you guys all saw on TV that there was like that class action lawsuit against mm -hmm. Yaz because it killed like even girls as young as 14 years old by giving them what I had this, uh, I guess in this last month is the pulmonary embolism and mm -hmm. it killed them. Um, I looked up online, well first it's I had a deep vein thrombosis, mm -hmm. which that's what was in my leg. And then it called, <laughs> excuse me, pulmonary embolism. Um, most 25% of people that experience uh, pulmonary embolism die within the first 15 minutes Dang. of having it. But I probably had it for about that week and a half that I was mm -hmm. having a hard time breathing. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and apparently, I don't know, my body doesn't want to die. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good thing. That's yeah, a good thing. I'm proud of it. But yeah, so <coughs> due to the fact I'm going to be on blood thinners for the rest of my life, um, it has <laughs> been explained to me that I can't drink ever again, which I don't know if you guys know. I'm pretty sure you probably do if you know me personally. I drink a lot <laughs> um, because <laughs> that can further thin my blood. And on top of the uh, blood thinner, like if I stub my toe or hit my knee or something, um, I could bleed internally and die. <laughs> so um, I can't do that. And then also I can't smoke weed anymore because... Apparently, um, there have been, there hasn't been like an official study, <coughs> but there have been cases in which people have smoked a lot of weed on blood thinners 
and then their blood has thinned out like quite a bit. So um, it just basically makes the blood unpredictable. I don't smoke cigarettes, but you can't smoke cigarettes on blood thinners because it makes your blood thicker. Mm-hmm. So basically, <laughs> I have to avoid things that aren't necessary, like, you know, drugs and alcohol, <laughs> um, <coughs> to make sure my blood is doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. And uh, it's really weird because, I mean, I was after the surgery, I pretty much only drank like two times um, in the last three weeks anyways, uh, because... <laughs> the surgery I had, it like makes you swell, and I didn't want to drink because drinking makes you swell up, like retain water. So I was just trying to avoid that. But um, anyhow, now that I can't, it's really weird because I feel like my childhood is over <laughs> or something, and like yeah. I can't do anything like party or like I don't know what to do now. Like when people I don't know, you know, have get-togethers or go out to eat or go out of town, like. Everybody has a drink, right? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just going to be awkward. It's going to be awkward as hell. Well, um, well. also, I just want to let you know, I did read about the smoking weed on blood thinners because I thought that was crazy. Not that I didn't want you to stop smoking weed, but I read about it, and it, it, it is not a good idea to do. Like, Yeah. You I know, mean, I was just reading about it because I was like, there, this is I ridiculous. No, I totally looked it up because I was like, I don't think this doctor knows what he's talking about because... Like I said, I did have a stroke in 2009, so I was on blood thinners for six months at that point, mm-hmm. and I smoked weed that entire fucking six months, and I asked the doctor when I was being discharged, mm. can I smoke weed? And he said, that shouldn't affect anything. Mm. Um, so I didn't know if it was just like, and he was a younger doctor, so yeah. I just thought maybe this older doctor that discharged me this time just really doesn't have a full understanding of marijuana or yeah. <laughs> its effects on the body. And I mean, he even asked me after I said, can I still smoke marijuana? He said, why would you even want to do that? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, party? I don't know. Like, party. do you not party? I don't yeah. know. Well, um, I was telling Jessica, like, I, uh, <coughs> I recently got sober. Um, I'm actually four months sober. Uh, four months. Four months. Um, but I, I felt exactly how you felt, Jessica. Like, I, I was like, you know, I'm not going to, you were telling me, you know, you don't think you're going to have a personality. You won't have fun. And people are, like, going out and partying. Uh, I was telling you this earlier, but people didn't, like, dr- don't drink and party like we do. They go out and, you know, like I told you, I went to this concert and, excuse me, I went to this concert and I was like, oh my gosh, everybody's going to be wasted. It's going to suck so bad. Because you can't drink. You and... can't drink. And anytime I go to a concert, I end up drunk, like, pissing my pants in the car, you know, afterwards. <laughs> Not always, but that's happened before. Yeah. Well, so I go and, um, and I literally watch, like, there's like, you know, out of the whole concert, I see only like one or two people like stumbling around and I'm like, oh, they're having fun. And I'm like, oh, that was me, I realized, because everybody else was having one drink and letting their beer get warm. And I'm like, what I are mean, you doing? Like, like, drink it for me. I'll drink it for right, no, I, I know. I can't, you know, I can't handle that, watching people just not drink a drink. But, but. but 99% or 95% of the people were literally just having a beer. And in my head, this whole time, I or thought... Or not everybody, a beer, really. Or not even a beer. I just thought everybody went to concerts and partied. Like I told you, I went to the baseball game. I thought everybody was going to be wasted. There was, like, two people that were obviously, <coughs> you know, drunk. But it's just in our minds that that's what we it's all normal. do. It's normal, and it's not. So you'll yeah. come to realize that. You'll think, oh, I'm not going to be any fun. I'm not this, that, and the other. But it's crazy. It'll blow your mind, and you'll feel like an idiot. Because, I, I mean... 
you'll feel kind of dumb because you're like, I thought that's what everybody did. And then you realize that you were probably making an ass out of yourself. <laughs> I know I was. I mean, sure. I made an ass out of myself a million and a half times yeah. um, on the liquor. Yeah. Um, it's just like, I just feel like that's just what people do. I don't know. And like, also, why would I put, it's just such a, um, a confusing state of mind for me right now because also... Um, I'm like, I looked up, can I do Molly on blood thinners? And like, what normal fucking person does that no. when they almost just died? Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I almost just died. Can and I I'm looking Molly? up what drugs I can do on blood thinners for the yeah. rest of my life. Yeah. And it's just like, that seems to me. You might have a problem. I'm not, I'm yeah. not one to say that you do or do not, but those are just not normal thoughts. No, know? but also it's just like, it just, I don't know, fuck. I'm making wanna, excuses about it. I'm making excuses about it. You just want to hang on to something. That's fine. You know, and like, because I, once I got sober, I was like, maybe I could still smoke weed. No, I can't. Or maybe yeah. I can do this. If I do, like, it's, I don't know, like, it changes the way I think, you know, and I can't do it. But, but also, do you remember on Girls when Jessa was uh, going through, it was like a couple seasons back, mm -hmm. but she was going through sobriety and she could not find any joy. Like, it was like all of her, um, like her serotonin and like dopamine was like used up in her mm -hmm. brain yeah. and she could not find anything enjoyable to do. And she was just like trying to find anything. Like, yeah. I think that's how it is. Is that I have used up so much serotonin and dopamine yeah. in my own brain having fun. And I mean, the times were fun and the times were hectic and the times were chaos and the times were also bad. Like, you know, but the thing is whenever you're really abusing the chemicals in your brain like that, you have these intense highs and you have these intense lows and I have to get used to being like Feel, at baseline and having feelings. Like the thing is, um, whenever I drank or did drugs or smoked or anything, I was trying to escape my feelings. Like you get upset. What's the th first thing you want to do? Get drunk or get anything. Oh yeah. I, I mean in the hospital, whenever I thought I was dying, I asked for vodka. You did. You sure did. I, I did for ask vodka. for vodka. And the doctor's like, what the hell? And they're like laughing. <laughs> And, um, but I thought it was a blood thinner. I, I, I did too. But it's just like, that's our brain, the way our brain works. And yeah, when I first got out, I was like, what do I do to like, yeah, I don't know what to do to keep me happy and stuff. But you realize like going out drinking and partying, it was kind of pure chaos. And yeah, it might've seemed fun, but in the past four months, I we probably looked like assholes though. Yeah. We probably looked insane, like insane assholes. And I'm and that's all we did. And like, I remember things now, like in the past four months of my life, I remember, like, it seems like it's been a year of my life when I was fucked up because I remember everything, you know, and it, it's time seems like, it I don't know. Like it seems like it slowed down for you? A little bit, but I can, like, enjoy things. I can sit back and enjoy something, or I can feel things. Like, if I'm upset, I think about being upset, you know, and I <laughs> try to process why am I upset? Okay, it'll be over, and it, like, it's so, it sounds so cheesy, but people will say, you know, this too shall pass. You just got to realize, okay, it's going to be fine. You know, in a few hours, you feel a little better. You're upset, but you outgrow it. Instead of whenever I did drugs or drink. It like holds it, on yeah, to it. it. Does. Yeah, I didn't think about it till just now, but it, it, it makes me hold on to something and they just dwell and dwell and dwell and dwell. Now I can like let it process and let it go, not just keep drinking and drinking. Well, like, what my therapist said about that, and also there's a weird movie that I'm going to like kind of uh, reference to in a minute, which mm -hmm. is, it's really funny, but um like whenever you're on substances and you're having an emotional issue, like whether it is you're healing from trauma mm -hmm. or, you know, you just had a fight with somebody and you, you, the resentment is really heavy for that person or whatever the case may be, your brain does it, like trauma, upsetness, you know, resentment, you know, anger, all that stuff 
does make a chemical change in your brain. Yeah. And when you're feeding all this other shit into it, that's affecting the other neuro, um, the, yeah, yeah. neurotransmitters in your brain, your brain is overworking on that stuff. Mm -hmm. It cannot heal what you're feeling, your other emotions and stuff. It can it doesn't have a chance to sure. because you're abusing it. Mm -hmm. And my therapist said, that's why, you know, people that have been high drunk, whatever, uh, abusing substances since, you know, the age of 16 or something, they don't emotionally when, grow. They don't emotionally grow. Mm -hmm. And like, they can be, you know, 36, 46 or whatever, when they finally get sober and they have to grow up then. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden you have to grow up. There's this movie and it's like, it's like the exorcism of Emily Rose. Have you seen that? No, no. It's really interesting because, and this is a spoiler, so I'm, if you don't want to hear this, yeah. then don't listen. But yeah, pause it. <laughs> basically, um, what happens is that she is on an antidepressant, mm -hmm. which, um, which one is it? I don't know. It's not yeah. important, but she's yeah. like on an antidepressant and she does have like a, I don't know, a demon or something. Mm -hmm. And because she's on an antidepressant, it does not allow her brain to um, what, progress. So no exorcisms work. Oh, shit. It's like basically the same thing. It's like if you, you're upset or you, you're dealing with trauma or something. Mm -hmm. And honestly, um, antidepressants and stuff do work the same way. That's why for a long time I was really against um, antidepressants and psychiatric medication unless it's absolutely fucking necessary. Yeah. Because, like, oh, my grandma's here. Okay. <laughs> what are we going to do? Um, well, <laughs> I don't know. We might have to have Richie put this together. No, that's okay. We will, we will post more later, but we will have a second part to this. <laughs> <laughs> what? In here. All right. Well, we're going to go for now. We will post a second part to this later on. Yeah, or we'll combine it. We'll see what we can do. Okay. All right. Bye.